Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoia. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll tell you about two FRS radios from Ocean that could change the landscape for power users of FRS. Plus, we'll tell you about a range extender for Motorola DLR and DTR radios. We'll also take some of your comments and questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. BuyTwoWayRadios.com, your radio specialist. Last year, we announced a new line of business-quality GMRS and MERS radios from Ocean known as the 805 series. Now, we have another exciting announcement. The company has just released two new radios in this series for the FRS. (laughs) Yeah, we've been planning this um, KG805F for for a while, and uh, we are, uh, after tremendous delays with the FCC, we're finally uh, excited to to have these things in stock and uh, ready to sell. Um, Our KG805G has been a lot more popular than uh, we would have expected. Wouldn't you say? Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. It's been uh, at first I was like, okay, well another radio for the, for the fleet and you know, and it's been the, the reaction to this radio. I mean, when you hear somebody, you know, somebody calls in and they're looking for a good GMRS based radio and you, you, you put them on this thing and they're like, okay, well, you know, let me give it a shot. And they call you back and it's positive reviews across the board. People just are ecstatic about it. Um, I mean, finally a repeater capable, you know, business grade looking radio that does GMRS. That's people are, people are stoked about it. Yeah. The 805G, yeah, I, we've had a tough time keeping those in stock. Yeah, they they uh, they seem to be very very popular. Like Anthony was saying, the the feedback on them has been almost exclusively positive. So um, what what we thought was uh, the eight hundred five G is is a great radio. It's it's high powered, business quality, but the drawback with it is that you have to have a GMRS license to use it. So GMRS radio. So that kind of um, prohibits maybe more casual radio users from uh, choosing that radio. And it also prohibits businesses from choosing that radio because um, businesses licensing, licensing their employees for GMRS would get expensive quickly. So that's what kind of brought the KG805F about. Um, now, F stands for FRS. FRS is uh, very, very similar to GMRS. It uses 22 of the same frequencies. So, um, a KG805F will talk to a KG805G. 
Um, but there are some differences. We had to lower the power to two watts. We had to make the antenna non-removable and we had to remove repeater support. But um, what you're left with is a license free radio that's very durable and has the, the great quality that people love in the 805G. So really there isn't that much of a difference between them and the GMRS model other than the lack of uh, repeater channels and the lower power. Uh, oh, well, there's the, the uh, antenna. The antenna is not detachable on these. But other than that, right. pretty we, much everything else is the same. Uh, now, the antenna not being detachable did sort of lead us to a dilemma because the, the uh, standard 805G comes with a fairly good antenna, but it's standard size, maybe even a little longer than standard size. So um, we thought if a lot of businesses decide to go with the 805F, they probably would prefer a shorter antenna. Mm -hmm. So that led us to coming out with two versions of the 805F. Um, we've got the KG805F and the KG805FS, um, the FS being a stubby antenna version of the radio. I kind of like that stubby version. It, it seems to be more in line size-wise with a lot of the other uh, consumer-grade uh, FRS radios that are already out on the market. But yet this thing is definitely, when you look at it, when you pick up this radio, it is definitely not a consumer-grade radio. It, it is professional-grade for all intents and purposes. Right. And it also, uh, it's literally the same radio as the KG805G. And it sells for the same price as the KG805G. So it, it's the same radio. It's just basically programmed differently from the factory. So um, that, that has a lot of positives right along with it uh, in that um, you know, you can look at the reviews of the 805G and you know you're getting a high quality radio. Um, also, um, we've built up quite a selection of accessories for the KG805G over the past year. And yep. you automatically inherit that accessory compatibility from the 805G when you go with the 805F. So what we have here is a radio with 22 FRS channels, 155 CTCSS privacy tones and DCS codes. And the interesting thing about those tones and codes that they can be set separately for transmit and receive, unlike a lot of the bubble pack or the consumer grade radios where you can't really do that on some of those. And uh, this this has a full two watts of power on the channels that allow it. Now, uh, channels 8 through 14 are still limited to half a watt, but the other channels, you can still transmit it up to two watts of power, which is really the legal limit for FRS and which is probably, this is probably one of the most powerful FRS radios currently on the market, if if I might say so. And well, yeah, there, there's not a lot of FRS options available. If you're looking for a high quality, like business grade FRS radio, you're, you're literally not going to find it. The, the KG805F and KG805FS are, um, I mean, it's kind of sad to say, but they're, they're really uh, your only options uh, that I can think of anyway. Now, this also contains a super heterodyne receiver, which is going to uh, be somewhat of an advantage over, uh, I'll say, any other FRS radios that are on the market that are coming from, say, um, 
overseas or or some of the other uh, really cheap uh, uh, Baofeng style. I kind of hate to to use that um, term, but you know there are a few of those radios out there that are being exported here for FRS. Whether they're legal or not, that's another that's another discussion entirely. But uh, this is this is not really a radio on a chip kind of radio. This has a super heterodyne receiver. Yeah, this is built like a traditional classic radio circuit. Like if you open this thing up and look at the board, it's it's built like um, you know a standard radio like you you would see from you know the major manufacturers of radio that are that are uh, selling expensive business radios. Um, those Baofeng radios and lower priced radios, they are like. All, everything is on one chip on those boards, all the radio functions. And the receive function is what really is, is hurt by that. Um, mm-hmm. We've seen videos, people, not us, so people have posted videos on YouTube of the KG805G side by side with a Baofeng radio. And the 805G, they're both programmed to the same frequency. The 805G will receive whereas the Baofeng will not receive. Uh, and that's the setter, super heterodyne receiver uh, that makes that possible. Now, this, once again, this radio is not a cheapy little toy radio. It's, it, this is a, a serious business-grade radio. Now, and, and it's definitely not a, a little kitty radio, but yet it can be used by anybody. You can use it for... Anyone uh, for business, for personal use, the family can use it, kids can use it, and which makes it a great radio for taking out on camping trips, hunting trips, uh, you know, hiking, that sort of thing, or any other outdoor activities where a more rugged radio is required. But it is still able to be used by pretty much anyone, young or old. No license is required to use this radio in the United States. It's even legal to use by businesses. Uh, now, I wouldn't really recommend if a business has no radios at all, I would not recommend they buy the KG805F because FRS, those frequencies really aren't intended for business use. And you may find yourself getting interference because there's, there's a lot of radios that use these frequencies out there. But what we do hear from businesses who have you know, bought 25 or 30 cheap FRS radios for their employees and they're unhappy with them. They keep failing. They keep breaking because the quality isn't great. What you can do is as these low quality radios die, replace them with the 805F. That way you, the 805F is compatible with what you already have and you don't have to spend a lot of money replacing your whole fleet at once. Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. Now, this radio isn't just a radio that you can pick. I mean, you can. You can just pick it up and pretty much turn it on and use it if you want. But it comes packed with a lot of professional-grade features to this thing. For one thing, it has a really nice LCD display with three color options on it. It has a built-in FM radio. It has an overtime alarm low voltage prompts, you can edit the channel name and display with it, and you can even program those uh, channels and add a few more customized channels to it 
with optional programming software. Right. This isn't a basic FRS radio that you would get in a, in a two-pack for $29.99. This is a high-quality, business-grade radio, and the features that the radio offers are similar to what you would see on a high-end radio. Mm-hmm. I mean, for, for a reason, it's a high-end radio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's, it's rugged. And it's rugged. It is rated IP55 for dust and water. Which is really, uh, I think, I think it's one of the. Well, I can't. There are IP67 radios for FRS, but uh, this is pretty far up there. I mean, I, I wouldn't try to submerse this in water or anything like this, but it can take. Uh, it can take some splashing water. It can take uh, drops. It can take uh, some some rougher environments. So this is a radio that's definitely. Uh, definitely something that you can use in situations where you need a tougher radio than may maybe say one of the little twenty dollar twenty dollar bubble packs. Yeah, IP five five is sort of uh, like it's okay to take it out in the rain, but uh, not in the pool, <laughs> right? Uh, I I still think the one of the most underrated. Um, advantages of the KG805F are the accessory selections. Um, I mean, we have um, available for this radio, there are cases, there are high capacity batteries, there are uh, battery eliminators, AA battery packs. We have, um, goodness, what else? We have programming cables. Um, we have pretty much everything available for it. <laughs> I know I'm blanking out. I know there's there's more than that, but it, it's um, the the 805G being such a good seller has sort of uh, led us to stock up and make sure we had all the accessory bases covered. So you just sort of, like I said earlier, you inherit that when you with the 805F. We don't have to do any extra work. We've just automatically got uh, a, a wide accessory selection for it. Well, it's compatible with a lot of other accessories for not only the other radios in the 805 series, but the KGUVD1P, the the KGUV60, a lot of the other Ocean models. So if you're a ham that wants to have an FRS or GMRS radio as well, uh, this is cross-compatible with all of the other accessories for those radios uh, as well. And... It's also compatible audio-wise because it uses a standard K1 connector. It's compatible with accessories for a lot of different radios, including a lot of Kenwood ProTalk radios for the audio accessories. And, uh, you know, I mean, I think that's a win-win right there. Absolutely. I mean, the the audio, audio accessories alone, because, I mean, even with your traditional... Um, FRS, GMRS, bubble pack radios, you're kind of limited to how much you have available. With this, we got quite a bit available. Just, uh, I mean, dozens of earphone, earpiece accessories and uh, different shoulder mics and just, uh, you know, the sky's the limit. There's just so much available for it. I don't think there's ever been an another FRS radio out on the market that has been cross-compatible with so many different accessories. Uh, do, you, do you agree with that, Anthony? Yeah, I can't think of any any radios that uh, had this many options. 
Yeah, I, I think that would make this a huge seller right there. A very, very attractive option for anyone wanting to uh, get an FRS radio. And, you know, I, I've here's the thing. I've had other radios before, and we've sold a lot of radios before, that uh, are FRS radios that only have the, – the manufacturer has only a few accessory options available for it. And – there aren't any other places to go to get accessories because because it may not be such a high profile uh, manufacturer you you can't really get accessories anywhere else except from that manufacturer and you're kind of stuck yeah i mean it's i mean even if you think about like uh you know like we sell impact uh, branded aftermarket accessories they got just about every connector out there, but you're not going to find any Midland connectors. You're not going to find any, you know, very few Motorola talk about connectors and, and, you know, Cobra connectors are hard to find. It, you know, that's what I like about this K1 connector. It's just there's so many um, options available to the to the end user. Yeah, I, I would think that makes it look very attractive to anyone want, wanting to buy an FRS radio. And once again... As Danny mentioned earlier, it's license-free. Uh, so, and if you want to go look up the FCC ID, I, I have it right here, WVTWOUXUN17. Uh, you go look it up, and it is perfectly legal for use on the FRS. <laughs> if you don't believe us. Yes, if you don't believe us. Uh, but there are two <laughs> versions of this. So there's a standard, one with a standard antenna and one with a stubby antenna. So you have a choice. What is it? Eighty nine ninety nine is the normal price it's for it. Nor- normally eighty nine ninety nine. Special price seventy nine ninety nine. That's kind of a special introductory price. We don't know how long we're going to keep that price, but for now seventy nine ninety nine. We've kept it for a while on the eight hundred five G. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it seems to be working out. <laughs> I think so. So might have it at this price for a little while. So, uh, any other comments on this FRS? Or on these FRS radios? I don't think so. Uh, check it out. I think there's a, a few applications for it. I, I still, I mean, it's very new. I don't know if it's going to be successful. Um, I think that there may be a market for this, though. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's absolutely a market for it. You know, there is another product that I want to mention, another item that I'm actually kind of excited about, and that is for the Motorola DLR and DTR series radios. Those are the 900 megahertz radios that, you know, they're one watt. They're, they're great little radios, and they have some great range, great coverage for their applications, uh, the little 900 megahertz radios. But for some businesses, for some applications, they really want to be able to extend that range somewhat. And there really hasn't been anything for those 900 megahertz radios uh, until now, really. We have a new digital range extender that's available. Now, I don't think it's really a new product per se, but it's new to us. And this would be the DRX 1020. Uh, Anthony, uh, can you tell us something about that? Yeah, so basically one of the... One of the um as rick mentioned the, the the dtr radios they have exceptional coverage in most cases um i push that radio a lot to um especially if folks are have an application where they need to get through several floors um you know maybe have two buildings side by side things like that um but every once in a while we find where they're you know like any other radio that the rf can't get out there and there's there's dead spots 
Um, so, you know, one of the downsides to the DTR radios, they're not repeater capable, um, like a traditional UHF or VHF business radio. So Motorola came out with this, uh, it's a, it's a range extender, um, and it's basically just a, you know, a box with an antenna on it and it will, um, it will, you know, you can put several of them up in different spots in your building and it, it basically will as add as like an extender or, you know, a booster. Um, so this is a long time coming. I think this is great. And, and what's nice about it is it's plug and play. Um, it will work with channel one right out of the box on those radios I mean, in most cases, we see most folks are using just channel one when they buy these radios. Um, so there's no additional, um, you know, if they're using them right out of the box like they came from us, this will work with them as well. Um, so it's, it's it's a nice little feature to kind of add to the to your coverage on. Like I said, they, they cover great as it is. I've got several applications that I can't believe these radios were able to cover it. I mean, we know these range claims that people, you know, the manufacturers put on these radios yeah. and they're awful. We've beat that dead horse. Okay. <laughs> but this radio, you know, oh, it's going to get uh, 30 floors. You know, oh, I, I know for a fact, I've got a company that's got six floors, two buildings side by side. And this, these radios work with, uh, with their, you know, in their application, no repeaters, no. So, uh, if they ever add on, they may need to add one of these or, or several of them to uh, to get complete coverage again. But it's um, it, it was a long time coming. You know, I've had people ask all the time. You know, for you know, well, is there something that's because uh, there's some applications where they don't get a, a complete coverage. Well, unfortunately, no. There's nothing. Unfortunately, you know, unless you go UHF and and stick a repeater in your building. Well, now these folks are taken care of. And the reason that you can't just use a standard repeater with these radios is because this is these are 900 megahertz radios and they operate on frequency hopping spread spectrum technology or FHSS technology, which is not really something that a normal repeater can do. And with the FHSS uh, frequencies and the algorithms that are used for this uh, for for these radios. They're kind of specific for the type of radio, for the manufacturer, the brand of radio. So that's why this is a really big deal. Absolutely. It's uh, it's a long time coming. And it, it, it always seemed easy to me. Like, okay, well, you know, if somebody buys five DTR radios from us one day and a month later they buy five more DTR radios, they're going to be able to pull those things out of the box and they're all going to work together. So basically, I mean, I'm going, okay, build it a DTR radio inside of a box and put an external antenna on it and, and make it a uh, where you can just put it up somewhere. Power supply to it, boom, you're good to go. So this thing has a, well, it operates on AC power, but it also uses a, a rechargeable lithium-ion battery as well. Is that correct? I believe so, yes. Yeah, and um, it... Let's see, it has up to eight hours on the battery backup, three call alert tones, it supports one channel, and it's uh, PC configurable. So that means that you can uh, configure it the way you want. Uh, I- and it works It works with the standard Motorola uh, DTR uh, programming software. 
Oh, yep. yeah, yeah. Okay. And this is for the Motorola DTR and DLR series radios. So I think if you're using those radios, if you're looking to use those radios, I think this is definitely something to look at as well if you're looking to extend the range on them or if you're using them in an area where you need more coverage than what you think the these little radios might support. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about this when they when I heard about it. Um, um, matter of fact, when when it came out, you know, this whole COVID madness was starting up, and they, uh, hey, you got anybody that wants to try this thing? And I'm like, well, I mean, DTRs work great in our building, you know, eighteen thousand yeah. square feet. There's no problem there. We, and I really wanted to get it out in the field, but uh, and I've got you know my one customer here that, um, you know, that they his radios work great. You know, the occasional dead spot every once in a while, but they were, you know, of course gone because of they were working remotely and not working in the building. So, um, I'm still trying to get with him to see if this will, uh, will this will help with some of those dead spots. It just may do that. I mean, this is a pretty cool product. I'm impressed with it. Well, the uh, price on this, uh, I'm not sure what the msrp is at the moment but we have them on our site at by two-way radios.com for $1,199 considering what these do and how specialized they are i think it's well worth the price well i think the the biggest advantage of this is it it removes a barrier to people purchasing the dtr series like i, I would always have to tell customers that the potential drawback of going with the DTR or DLR series radios is that you can't um, use a repeater with them. If mm-hmm. um, if you ever find yourself, like if you, let's say a company buys 25 radios and then later on they, they need more range, they've got to replace all their radios with DTRs. So in, if more range was ever um, a consideration – Going with UHF would probably be a better choice because you have the option of going with a repeater. But mm-hmm. w- with this range extender, you kind of eliminate that concern when you're buying the radios. All right. So if you're interested in getting a range extender like this one, this is the DRX digital range extender for Motorola DLR and DTR series radios. It's called the DRX 1020. You can look it up on our website at buy2wayradios.com. Uh, we have a, one more item we wanted to mention, I think, in this episode. Of course, we have been running a Motorola promotion. Uh, buy six same series radios, get six audio accessories free. And if you buy 12, you get the audio accessories plus a multi-unit charger for free. And that uh, I believe that's also valid on the DLR and DTR series radios. So if you're interested... There's a big savings right there. So you can pick up uh, a fleet of these, put together a fleet of these with this special and uh, purchase a range extender and uh, you're good. You're good. But we have another promo that just came out. I think it just launched this month. Uh, That would be one for the Kenwood radios. Uh, Anthony, you got any information on that one? I do. And I was excited to see this rebate because typically in the past, um, the manufacturers will say, okay, buy a minimum of six, you're going to get uh, an X amount of dollar gift card or rebate check. Kenwood has taken that limitation off. They, they go, hey, you buy one radio, we're going to give you a rebate. 
we give you a money cashback rebate. Um, you know, whether you buy one or you buy, I think it's up to ninety units. Yeah, I think so. Um, you're going to get some some either a, a gift card or a rebate check, and it's tiered out. So you know your 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 lower end models, the PKT twenty threes and the thirty two thirty DXs, those are ten dollars a unit. The the little NXP five hundred digital slash analog radio is doing a twenty dollar rebate. Uh, the new um, two watt NXP thirteen oh two and and twelve oh two are doing twenty, and then your newer five watt radios uh, from the NXP series uh, they're doing twenty five dollars per per unit. So um, and they'll do it like I said they'll do it in the form of a gift card or a rebate check. It's all done online. No more cutting barcodes and sending UPCs in via snail mail. It's all done online. So. Um, like I said, I was pretty excited to see this this rebate, you know, because there's there's some people that go, oh, I just can't justify buying, yeah, you know, there's a rebate and, and I got to buy six radios. I only need four, you know, and I just can't yeah. just. Well, you're gonna get some, you're gonna get some cash back. So whether you know on your four now, so that's that's nice. Yeah, and in the past, the mom and pop places or the smaller uh, companies that wanted. Uh, just a two or three radios, they were out of luck. They said, well, I can't buy six radios. It's, it's not a savings for me, but here here they can. You buy one radio, and it, I think this is a break from the norm from a lot of the Motorola and Kenwood uh, promos in the past, and I think this is a good direction. I think what they're doing here is very cool. Yeah, I'll be interested to see if we see some copycatting going on yeah. in, in <laughs> yeah. future rebates. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm pretty sure this is going to go over very well for Kenwood. Uh, and, of course, uh, we did – did we mention? No, we did not mention that uh, if you are buying radios from us at buy2wayradios.com and you listen to the show, you can save 5% off your entire order if you enter promo code SHOW at checkout. That's S-H-O-W. So enter promo code SHOW at checkout. You can save 5% off your entire order. And that's only from buy2wayradios.com. And as a listener of the two-way radio show. It's a sweet deal. It is. All right. We have some comments and questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. Uh, our first one comes from Ricky. He's responding to the lower GMRS license fees. And we've, we've talked about the changes in license fees in a couple of episodes back. He's responding to the fact that they are considering, the FCC is considering lowering the GMRS license fee to $50. He says, love the idea of making it more affordable for people to be legal users of the service. And that's from Ricky. And um, I, I think that was our argument as well. We think that's that's uh, a pretty good deal. If they do it, it's still... Oh, yeah. GMRS guys have nothing to complain about. Yeah, I think it's the hand guys that are concerned because <laughs> they want to raise the prices on those. Uh, I've got another one here from David, and he says if they are going to lower the license fee, then they need to institute a 35-word-per-minute Morse code requirement to keep out all of the riffraff. And he has in parentheses sarcasm. He says, yes, lower the license fees. And that's from David. So he's being a little sarcastic. I'm glad that was sarcasm because I was getting a little heated there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sweating over here. 35 words a minute on Morse code. Yeah. No, I can't even do I can't one speak word 35 words a minute, much less uh, punch it on a little paddle. I'm at about 35 words an hour, I think, on Morse code. 
All right, By let's the time see I our... get my message out, the ship is sunk. <laughs> uh, all right, our next one comes from Tom. Uh, he says, and he's responding to the ham fees. He says, I'm opposed to any and all licensing fees. The Federal Communications Commission is making more than enough money on spectrum auctions. And that's from Tom. I think he's, his concern really is more to the raising of the ham fees, which uh, they want to do. But um, point well taken, Tom. Uh, I have one here from uh, EB, well, Ebeb Tub. I guess that's what he, his moniker is. He says, uh, I work in a manufacturing plant with multiple buildings. We use two-way radios to communicate with each other in the plant. Currently, we are using Motorola RMU2040 with a six-mile radius, he has in parentheses. Now we have team members who are traveling to other locations outside the outside of the radio range. Ideally, I wanted to find a way to connect our existing radios to a module that connects to Wi-Fi. From there, I wanted to make it accessible to a cell phone. Not sure if there is existing apps slash hardware to do something like this. Uh, please advise what your thoughts are. Thanks, and that's from EbibTub. Uh, um, this is, uh, probably the, the product I would recommend for something like this is a, uh, ICOM product called a VEPG4. Mm-hmm. Um, and what that does is it's a, it's a very flexible, uh, device. You can take in radio signals from one device and rebroadcast them out on another device u- using potentially different technology. So he could um, take signals from a uh, RMU 2040 and then send it back out on a cellular or a Wi-Fi radio. That's right. That's right. The three of us were at an ICOM event a few years back where they demoed this, did a live demo. It was very impressive. Remember yeah, it's a one? pretty smart device. Um, you know, it's very... Uh, you know, ahead of its times on that, you know, being able to, I mean, I think when they demoed it for us, they had interoperability of, you know, in, a, in the real world, UHF and VHF radios can't talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but with this device, you could hook it up and, and have UHF and VHF talk to each other. You could have, um, you know, them talk to a Wi-Fi radio um, in a building Three thousand miles away, um, it, it's uh, you know all kinds of different options on that. I mean, you can hook your phone system into it, so there's lots of different uh, options available for that. Yeah, basically, if if you have two types of communication and you want to combine them, you want to be able to to make two things talk that couldn't normally talk. The VEPG four is the device you want. I think when we saw the demo, it was the VEP VEPG three. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. VGPG <laughs> is the three, and now they're up to the four. <laughs> yep. So they are making, which means they're constantly upgrading and improving it. Uh, that's my assumption there. So uh, that's. It sounds like it's definitely something worth looking into. Okay, our last one here comes from Laura. And she says, uh, hello, I have a TK3230DX. I have them in clone mode to program. However, we have 14 other radios. How do I determine which is the master radio? And that's from Laura. Well, the master radio is going to be the radio that you set up initially. Um, 
you know, per the cloning instructions. So that's going to be your master radio. The master radio basically is just the radio that is set up the way that you, you know, that's what everything else needs to mimic or, or talk to. So that's going to be your your uh, your master radio. Yeah, you set all your radios in clone mode, right? And then on the master, you press a button, and then it uh, sends out its programming over the air, basically, and all the other radios in clone mode pick it up. Am I getting that right, Anthony? Yes. Yeah, you hear a few beeps, and it's been a while since I've done one, several years, but um, it's a pretty, you know, it takes longer to get all your radios gathered up and everything into the modes they need to be into but once you once you hit that button on that uh um master radio you're you know within a few seconds you're you're cloned all right all right well i guess that does it for our comments and questions in this episode send in your comments and questions for danny anthony or myself to show at buy if you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com you can subscribe to the Two Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on Apple Podcasts, Blueberry.com, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Deezer, Amazon Music Podcasts, or Spotify. Uh, and uh, also on your, well, because of Amazon Music Podcasts, you can hear it on your Amazon Echo device, uh, wherever you have one. Uh, okay, I guess it does it for this episode. Before we go any other final comment I don't think so nope I'm good alright well today's show is sponsored by buy2wayradios.com whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use buy2way radios can help you find the best solution for your needs remember enter the promo code show at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buy2wayradios.com Well, everyone, as always, thanks for listening, and until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're out.